It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available, of course, every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple, and wherever you get your podcast from. It is already a Thursday morning that snuck up on us pretty quickly this week. It is July the 20th, and remember, our Real Estate News has the latest in property trends and is available to you every morning from 6am and if you are having breakfast right now and you are a new listener welcome aboard and don't forget too if you've got a friend who is like you that is into the real estate property market send them one of your favourite episodes from our library because there are now over 500 episodes every imaginable subject is there from Darwin to Perth, Adelaide to Melbourne and Sydney to Canberra. So there is a lot to choose from. And coming up this morning, we are back in Brisbane to catch up with Varsha Daswani, the principal from SAI Real Estate Group. And good morning, Varsha. Welcome back to the Real Estate Breakfast. Good morning, Craig. Thank you. Thanks for welcoming me back. Yeah, well, yesterday we were in Harvey Bay, but today we are actually in Moffat Beach in Caloundra, which is a lesser-known beachfront destination on the Sunshine Coast, a, a lovely spot. It has a distinct vibe that sets it apart from its more famous neighbours like Kings Beach and Dickies Beach, a very popular beach among interstaters and overseas visitors due to its reputation as a fantastic beachside destination. So Varsha, we're going to be talking about Moffat Beach, which really has developed over the years. So last year, according to PriceFinder, the median house price in Moffat Beach was about $1.45 million, And this year, it has gone up to $1.55 million. So the market, property market has actually grown up to 8.8% just in Moffat Beach. So it's going really strong. Okay, well, that is strong growth in a short amount of time. It seems that all roads are leading to Moffat Beach this morning. And we will come back in just a moment to discuss not only this trending real estate pocket on the Sunshine Coast, but also talk about Brisbane. That is all on the way with Varsha in just a moment. Each week, we bring you in-depth real estate discussions, including inspiring stories from homeowners, knowledgeable real estate professionals and economists. Whether you're a buyer, seller or just a real estate enthusiast, we are your ultimate property podcast. So how does this sound, living in a waterfront studio apartment that is fully furnished? It also has amenities that includes a swimming pool, tennis court, basketball court, beach volleyball, kids' playground, and an all-day spa. How much would you expect to pay for that? Well, you might have seen this reported from Domain yesterday. Stradbroke Island is the location, and it is all yours for just $99,000. They do say that the resort is currently 
closed due to a dispute, but the good news is the resolution is expected. So there you go, $99,000 for you this morning. Located a 30-minute ferry ride from Hope Island on the Gold Coast and just 45 minutes from Brisbane. Sounds pretty good. So if you're celebrating your birthday for today, the 20th of July, many happy returns. You share it with Sandra Oh, the Canadian actor who's turning 52. She is known for Killing Eve. And a pretty big day today. On this day back in 1969, it was the day when astronauts Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin became the first humans to set foot on the moon during the Apollo 11 mission. And, of course, there are those deniers who believe that the whole thing was a hoax and it was staged. And even one really crazy version that Stanley Kubrick directed the fake moon landing in a studio, of course. Let's fuel your passion for property together. Join us, along with our industry experts, to help inspire and inform your next real estate decision. And right now it is time for another 30-second property tip, and we are catching up with, once again, Jamie Morris at Phillip Island. And Jamie, what have you got for us this morning? Well, this morning I've got a really simple, interesting one where you just measure the fence line, make sure that boundary is in, in line, uh, had one recently that it wasn't, so we caught it early. Isn't it an interesting one because people just put their faith in something being correct and your biggest investment, you've got to do better than just putting faith into it. Absolutely. It's all there in writing to do those checks. A lot of people put that faith in the previous property owner, but it is so important to do your own checks. It's the main centre forecast. And let's check on your weather for this Thursday morning. First we go to Sydney. One word for you, it's sunny and a high of 20 degrees. Melbourne expect a few possible showers and your high of 14. Brisbane expecting dry and fine with a little bit of cloud cover with 21. And in Perth today, a cloudy day, your high 18. From investment strategies to market analysis. Ready to take your real estate knowledge to the next level? So are we. And it is a Thursday morning. We are back with Varsha Daswani, the principal from SAI Real Estate Group there on the Sunshine Coast and also in Brisbane, where very shortly we're going to talk about Moffat Beach on the Sunshine Coast. But first, Varsha, a few days ago, we were talking about a CoreLogic report and the number of resales with a hold period of less than two years is increasing with a significant portion resulting in losses. Short selling times and loss making resales are considered unusual, particularly during housing value downturns. So sellers may be choosing to incur losses to avoid high mortgage repayments in this current rate hike environment that we are all living in. So if we have a look at what has happened, Profit-making sales varied across capital cities with Hobart having the highest rate of 99.0% followed by Canberra and Adelaide. But Brisbane, where you focus on, uh, has experienced a slight increase in the rate of 
profit-making sales, 95.7%. That's great for Brisbane. Yeah, 100%, Craig. So according to the research, it it shows that Brisbane house prices have rose up to 1.3% just in June 2023 this year. So it has definitely affected in a positive way and we are seeing a positive change in the Brisbane property market now. Yes, because Brisbane is just doing so much better in that space than if you have a look at Perth and Sydney and also Melbourne. Theirs were down with uh, loss-making sales, so go Brisbane, as we say. So let's uh, move on out of that space and let's have a look at Moffat Beach. Now, this is a location, as we mentioned at the top, it's an area that you specialise in. This area really has been developed. It's taking off, people are really starting to hear more about Moffat Beach. Just because of the lifestyle in itself, a lot of people are understanding that Moffat Beach is like close to everything, close to the beach. It's like literally right there. The beach is right there. The lifestyle is quite, you know, relaxing and um, people are really lovely there. So people are wanting to move to Moffat Beach just because of the lifestyle and people clock off at three o'clock in the afternoon in, in Moffat Beach. So it's quite different compared to Brisbane. So Brisbane is like, we are quite structured. We are not nine to five and we you know it's a very go 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 and it's a metro city whereas in Moffat Beach it's quite relaxed and chilled. I think the point to really make here is that people have heard of Kings Beach and Dickey Beach but those two locations they're carrying a much heftier price ticket aren't they in terms of dollar value you are going to get a lot more bang for your dollar in Moffat Beach is that fair to say? Yeah, it is definitely fair to say that uh, just because of the competition and you get a different ca- kind of a product when you're looking in Kings Beach, whereas in Moffat Beach, you're still looking at houses, whereas in Kings Beach and Dickies Beach, you see a lot of units there. So what you're saying is you're going to get a little bit more of a parcel of land in Moffat versus the other two. Yeah, correct. Also, I wanted to ask you about open listings versus exclusive, because I think some people, particularly the vendors at the moment, for whatever reason, they they seem to be trying to do this open listing with real estate companies. Is that something that you're experiencing? We have been experiencing that a lot. And I believe in like having those strong boundaries now and saying no to the vendors, even though if they don't want to list it with me, that's fine. Because if they are listing as an open listing, the message that they are giving to the buyers is they are too desperately to sell their property. That's when you invite low offers. And then in no time, you see that you have already devalued your property. So uh, that's what I've been telling them literally. If you don't want to list it with me, that's fine. I go exclusive just because of the work that we do and the when the buyers are just dealing with me. So we have full control of the price and everything and everything is discussed with the vendors before we even talk to the buyers. And there is a full strategy in place. Whereas with open listing, you are listing it with a couple of agents and you don't know what's happening. So it's quite a blind approach when it comes to an open listing. And it's just like the buyers know that and the buyers can see that you are desperate. All right, so that is the opens versus the exclusive. And I wanted to ask you about, uh, if we go back to Brisbane, what's been happening in the 
stock because I think you've been getting a few come online now. So what's happening in that space? Yeah, we have in, in July itself, Craig. Um, so there are about eight to nine properties that we have just listed just in the month of July. So the stock has gone up and there has been a lot of pressure in terms of the mortgage on vendors and they are realizing it if they don't sell it now, if they don't put put it on the market now, then it would be too late and they will be selling it at a loss. So I think that is that has been the driving force to kind of put their property on the market sooner than later to get the best price for their property. All right, so there we go. We've got a couple of things in there, Moffat Beach and Brisbane, all things Brisbane. So you enjoy your Thursday, Varsha, and we'll talk in a couple of weeks' time. Perfect. Thank you so much, Craig. Don't navigate the real estate market alone. Let us help guide you in the world of real estate every day. Make better informed decisions with the latest news and insights. Don't want to be negative, but I don't see it holding. I see that there will be a couple more rate rises in the coming months. And what about you, Will? Yeah, it certainly appears that the RBA are just taking a wait-and-see approach, but much the same as Tara, you, you would expect the, the interest rates to continue to rise. We're coming into spring, coming into summer. Again, it's that whole lifestyle trend. So I assume our buyers will also come out of the woodwork too. The RBA could potentially be in a position in the first half of next year to actually cut interest rates, which I think is probably what we're all wanting to hear. The big shift has been a lot of East Coast investors putting their attention across to Perth, chasing affordable properties, chasing high yields. And as a result, competition is rife, as you might expect, especially in those affordable areas. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 